Welcome to Strange Darkness Radio, where we take you on a journey into the unknown and explore the darkest corners of the human experience. I'm Sky, the AI voice of the show, and I'm excited to introduce your hosts, Bobby Washington and Carolyn Gray. Together, they will be your guides through the eerie and unsettling tales that lurk in the shadows. From ghosts and hauntings to cryptids and extraterrestrials, we cover it all. So, get comfortable, turn down the lights, and prepare yourself for a journey into the macabre. It's time for Strange Darkness Radio. Welcome back to another episode of Strange Darkness Radio. I'm your host, Bobby, and I'm with... Carolyn Gray. Are you sure? I would say that. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, what? That's my name. I know, I know. Um, but, uh, so, <laughs> right? yes, yes. So, uh, welcome to another episode of Strange Darkness Radio. It's been uh, a fun evening thus far. And uh, on tonight's show, we have something really, really good for you guys, really great. And I think you will enjoy it. We're going to, you know, keep you guys waiting just a little bit. Uh, Carolyn, um, any new news? Anything going on? Any happenings? No. You sure? School and work and chugging along and doing my thing. Okay, because I'm just making sure you're <laughs> How about you? I'm not. Everything's oh. good. Just handling show business <laughs> and, uh, you know... Uh, trying to figure out what we're going to do for uh, the Halloween episode, which, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, pull something out at the last minute. But um, but yeah, just handling show stuff and all that good good stuff. Because um, I was like, did you get a new job like in the red light district? <laughs> like what is happening? <laughs> you you are lit. Uh, up. I know I fell off. I'm here, though. I swear I've just been so busy and just I'm already an airhead. I already have issues keeping things together and keeping things straight and dates and times and all this stuff. But no, I swear I'm still here for it. <laughs> oh, you're anywhere. killing me. You are so funny. If you guys can see her right now, it is hilarious. I'm sorry. I was like, okay, I know. <laughs> sorry I am the way I am. <laughs> you are funny. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so let's get into uh, tonight's episode. Uh, we'll let uh, Sky introduce our guest for tonight. Welcome to tonight's episode of Strange Darkness Radio, where we're joined by a truly fascinating guest. Jessica Zentano, also known as Elevated Goddess, brings her wealth of experience in New Age holistic wellness to our show. An old soul with a spiritual connection that dates back to the age of six, Jessica's journey took a significant turn in 2011 when she experienced a profound spiritual awakening. Her path led her to a mentorship in mediumship from 2014 to 2017, shaping her into the remarkable individual she is today. What sets Jessica apart is her extraordinary connection to her clair senses, particularly her ability to see, feel, and even smell messages from beyond. In 2013, she embarked on a new career in nursing, an experience that transformed her into an empath, pushing her abilities to their limits. It was during her time in the nursing field that she began to tap into her psychic talents. 
Jessica found herself manifesting her psychic abilities, channeling patients while in a dream state, and gaining insights into their impending passing and the reasons behind it. Jessica specializes in various holistic practices, including tarot card reading, crystal healing, chakra work, and Reiki energy balancing. We're excited to welcome elevated goddess Jessica Zenteno to Strange Darkness Radio for what promises to be an enlightening and intriguing conversation. Welcome, Jessica, to Strange Darkness Radio. Thank you. Thank you. That was just an absolutely phenomenal intro. I truly do appreciate that. I am grateful to be here. Oh, yes. Those are all your talents and skills and things you've learned and adapted to over time. So just thank, you know, thank you for doing what you do and all that good stuff. It is appreciated. Thank you again. I'm I'm grateful to be here and I am just uh, so excited to speak. Awesome. Is that for me? And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Okay, go ahead, Carolyn. You were saying? No, just thank you. And we're excited to have you. I'm especially excited because, you know, I love this topic. This is my thing. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. All Can't wait to get into all it. The <laughs> yes. So, um, so w- tell us, you know, as uh, Sky said, hopefully she got your last name right. You know, all that good stuff. She did. She she had a nice twist to it and I and I like it. I like the way she did it. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so um tell us about yourself. Like what are you doing now? Um, do you have are you actually actively um, you know, using your abilities now or are you did you go into nursing or how ha- you know, what's you know, your uh situation? Yeah, now? a lot has a lot has yeah, thank you for asking that. A lot has um changed and, and I think that um through all of the years of going back, like Sky said, you know, back to 2011 when I became really spiritual um, and, and tapped into all of these abilities, especially into nursing, I always kept all the doors open, meaning that um, I've always been really fluid and multifaceted, um, so to speak. So I never really um, stopped and just did one thing. Um, So when you ask me about practicing, um, I haven't been, and that's because I've been working on not only finding new ways on how to connect deeper with clients, but I'm going through my own, and and I'm sorry if I, if I, I'm I'm a sailor, I cuss (laughs) by just heart. So I'm going through some deep shit with the, with what's going on and, and, you know, astrologically and as a parent and as a human. So I haven't been practicing because I can't show up the way I'd like to for my clients, but that's okay. Because um, I know that when I do, um, I'm going to be in a different light and providing and giving more um, than I was when I had my brick and mortar, uh, which is, a, you know, a fancy name for a store um, yeah. back in 2020, um, you know, for two years. It was different then. Um, now I've kind of expanded my family and I'm going to school. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at now. Uh, but that's not to say that I'm not in the background um, still working with some private clients, but just keeping it real small and then on myself, of course. Yeah. So is it hard to um, have your abilities? And like you said, you're not practicing now, but you may meet someone, whether it's in school, whether it's in passing, a new friend, and you pick up, you know, a certain feeling from them that 
you know, whether it's somebody you're channeling somebody or someone's trying to come through it, or is it a, a shield that you're capable to put up now or able to put up now, uh, you know, based upon the, t- you know, things that you learned um, through, through the years? That's such a great question. Um, you know, being the em- empath that I am, it's something that I do carry um, with me and it's there. And if I'm, you know, for instance, I can give you, I'm going to probably do a lot of examples and references because that's just, I like to give real life um, references. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when I started working here at RCC, I had a coworker immediately. Um, it was one of those things um, where I felt, and I said, you know, um, I have to ask, um, you know, it's, it's a deep question. She said, no, shoot it. Ask me. I said, well, you know, did you have a passing of a family member? Because you know, I feel it was just deep presence. So it's just that in it feeling, you know, that you just said, if it's something that I can either carry or, or shield. And it just depends if it's something that's trying to come through. I'm spirit going to come through. That's just yeah. the way it is. And, you know, when I approached <laughs> her, she said, no, I... She was like teary-eyed and she's like, you're exactly what I needed in my workspace. She's like, bitch, I have been feeling my mom deep. Mm -hmm. I haven't visited her. I need to go touch base with her. I need to go see her and know um, what you felt is real. And so since then, she has just had this such a great light of her um, and she's flourishing. Um, That's another story. But no, it's, it's really challenging. It just depends on the situation. Um, it's something that I do, I, I would like to be better at shielding just because I think I'd probably take in less. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it can be, it's, yeah. it's heavy, it's heavy work. Um, and sometimes, like I said, when spirit wants to come through, there's a message, there's a feeling. And, um, I always tell the person before, I'm like, you may resonate with it or you may not, but I'm just going to get it out. Cause it's bothering me. Um, and that's just what it is. So I kind of just go based off, you know, my intuition and feeling for sure. Got it. Uh, just going back a little bit. I know, uh, you said that you were six when you first discovered your psychic abilities. Um, do did your parents tell you how that manifested or do you remember by any chance? I do. So just to get real deep with you guys, I always felt like, um, you know, when people say they're just not born into their family or just like, I'm just truly, I don't belong. I am the odd, you know, black duck. That's just what I felt. And at six, it was this in it knowing of like, okay, there's, there's eerie, creepy stuff going on. And I'm the one that can see it and feel it and sense it. Um, but my parents, because they were so wrapped up in just surviving and, and trying to make it, they didn't really, they weren't intuitive into those type of things. They didn't really see, and they still, unfortunately, um, don't believe of some of the things, even though I have done the work that I have, that I can do it or I have the abilities that I always find that strange. Um, but no, it was just this in it knowing as a child, like I tell my grandma, my grandma would believe me because she knows she she's also intuitive and psyche comes from my grandma's. And she would say, no, Mihan, like calm down. It's your mind. You know, you're seeing things, but no, mm. I would see and I would feel she, she would confirm it. Not so much my parents, my grandma for sure. Yeah. She was probably trying to shield you from it at the oh, at an sure. earlier mm-hmm. age and be like no it's not you okay. know then as you get old yep. yeah okay i need to have a discussion or a talk with you but yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what it was that's what it was but and, can i ask and even 
Yeah. Can I ask, what was the first time that you kind of realized you were intuitive or like, was there something, is there like one specific incident that you were like, oh, this, you know, this is different or was it something you kind of realized gradually? Like, how did, how did you I couldn't, realize I it? I couldn't sleep. I don't think, I don't think kids like, I see, that's a great question, Carolyn. I, I just, I couldn't sleep. I would be up thinking and feeling like, like the vibes of the house, whether it was I moved a lot as a kid, so I think that was significant too, being able to feel like different spaces and energy in different homes. Um, that was big. And I realized it when my grandma in 1998, she moved to Rialto um, from Riverside. And um, from the beginning, when I set foot on that home, I was just like, this home just gives, it just felt that. And I was, I was six um, until still to this day. Um, Rumor has it, rumor has it that someone did pass away in that home back in the 70s. Mm. Um, but I realized it when so was I was sleeping energy. there one night with her. Correct. <laughs> it was just a lot of energy, a lot, a lot, a lot. And it wasn't like, oh, heavy. It was just like, I felt eerie. Like as a kid, I just felt like creeped out. I didn't want to be there. Um, and I, I would tell my grandma, I'm like, you're, you're not going to buy your this house. house, are you? Yeah. And so after that is when I spent the night is when I had my first experience and that was in um, her main room, um, which I won't sleep in. I don't, I don't like that room just for that reason. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was straight out of a horror movie. It's something that I cannot make up and just remember seeing as a child. And um, it was just a silhouette, you know, of a tall black shadow, a tall black man, um, you know, and I, I thought like, it was just me not sleeping well. I was already like so little trying to like psych myself out what I was feeling and seeing. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not sleeping well. It's make believe. I even woke up my grandma. Um, but that shadow followed and I don't know if it still does. I haven't seen him in over 10 years, but it followed the house for a long time. I was going to say, cause um, but, you're, it's oh, not like you're, you're, you know, 20 years old. So I'm like, Right. So that so right. it's been following you for a minute. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. And I got chills. I got chills because it it was so. And I wasn't the only one that experienced that. There was plenty of experiences um, in that home. Um, and I'm glad I'm talking about it because there's really a lot, been a lot of light shed for events that have happened in that home, mm-hmm. um, like doors swinging open when they're locked, and it's windy and it's like eerie things. Um, you know, the attic randomly being open. Um, doors um, sliding door at night when you're sleeping at three in the morning being open or uh, my grandma has always had uh, mirror sliding doors and like things flying off so it's it's been a lot of activity in that house <laughs> sounds like my old home wow <laughs> that's hilarious because <laughs> some of the things that that you're saying will correlate um so yeah that's interesting so so you had to deal with this um predominantly you know, in your youth, you know, from probably, I don't know, 13, you know, from six to 13 or um, until yes. you, till someone came along and that was able to help you channel uh, some of this energy. Correct. Correct. Um, you know, there's so many little parts and twists to my life that I feel like led me to really unravel and become just whole and one with some of these abilities um and i think that stemmed from 
Also, a dark path that I took, um, which I don't mention a lot, but I will hear because I want to be vulnerable. Yeah. But I went through a deep path of addiction. And okay. I think that once I went through that path and then I had my awakening after, it was supposed to happen the way it did because for many years I felt just alienated. I felt like outcasted, you know, like I told you guys, I always felt like I just did I wasn't born into my family. Yeah. And um yeah, and that I different. was, you know, I just you know, different. And I had all these feelings. I you know my grandma's like, okay, now you're going overboard. You're still talking about these things. You're seeking attention. Um, so if it wasn't for that path um, and to alignment, I don't think I would have been able to um, tap into these abilities as I've had or been able to these past, um, this past decade. Okay. Can I ask you a question about that? Because, sure. um, I've always heard and anyone using anything, it can be alcohol, it can be, you know, yep. um, prescription yep. pills, you know, uh, for depression, but it can, it uh, um, oppresses, hopefully I'm saying that right, um, their abilities. And sometimes the, that's what the person is seeking to shut out, you know, the, the voices, the ghosts, the, the entities, that's right. um, you know, that, that are, that are coming at them, you know, all hours of the night, all, you know, all the time. And it just helps, you know, to reduce that. And um, so it, it's yeah, it that, blocks you. Yeah. I never really thought about it that way, you know, for many years too. And I, and I think there's other fellow um, mediums and, and psyches that can relate um, that will say they've been labeled schizophrenic, bipolar, you know, yeah. uh, mental health, like because it is a lot to feel. It is a lot to deal with. And if there's already no guidance or um, acceptance in the home, I think it really changes the thing. It, it changed for me. Um, and you're right. I think that it was a way to, um, kind of put a, a, a shield and a numbing, you know, just kind of to shut it out because yeah. for a while there, it was loud for a mm -hmm. while there. Um, it was hard to really find a balance between what I was seeing, feeling, hearing, and, you know, kind of like make pair it with reality and say, okay, this is, this is real. This isn't like, kind of what you said in the beginning, I had to find the balance of being able to shut it out um, and when to just boundaries, essentially. Yeah. And that was suppressed for the people mm -hmm. out there that's taking score. But, um, but it, you know, it does give you that, you know, the oppressive feeling. You knew what you meant. Um, but yeah. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's, so, it, it, you know, it's really interesting when it comes to how we look at mental health and, people who have these abilities and they're just, they don't really know what's happening or going on. And uh, they find other ways and means to deal with it other than someone like an elder um, taking them under their wings. And it's like, okay, you have the vision or you have this ability and this is how you cope or deal with that situation. Um, because, you know, again, you know, um, society is so quick to give someone medication for certain things like, oh, you hear voices. Okay, let's uh, come in my office That's and right. uh, Crazy. We'll, we'll give you this for that. And, and it gets younger and younger every day, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, exactly. we don't, we're not listening to our children and that's where it begins. We have to listen to, to the future, to the littles. Yeah, that is mm -hmm. so true. Carolyn, you have a question? 
although I do feel like it's kind of a conspiracy, like I almost feel like the pharmaceutical companies and just, I don't know, it's like there's some evil force at work trying to <laughs> prevent all of us from being intuitive and accessing our higher consciousness and being, you know, self-reliant. And I agree. I think it's terrible that they're putting younger and younger kids on drugs that they don't need to be on. I think I think most mental problems and most issues can be solved holistically. And that's actually one thing that I find so um, interesting and refreshing about you, uh, Jessica, because you do use holistic. Uh, everything you do is holistic, right? Your energy healing, crystal healing. Um, Correct. I read something about you. Go ahead. No, I'm listening. I'm sorry. Well, um, I was reading that you're doing, I don't know if you're still in school or you finished, but you were doing chiropractor school. And I was almost curious, like, I wonder if she can, you know, combine the two and use her energy healing in her chiropractice or chiropractor work. Um, but yeah, can you get into that a little bit? Just like all of your, you know, specialties and things that you provide. I really like, I really appreciate you bringing that up. Um, and, and I think that that was the main thing that I was after when I decided to go back to school was coming in terms with a career path that would fit and align perfectly with all of the Reiki, mm -hmm. all of the crystal healing, the holistic modalities and, and methods, meaning, you know, nutrition um, or supplementation or whatever it was. And, and because um, I was in the nursing field, but in Eastern medicine, so more holistic, more chiropractic based, it's all I've known. Mm. So I felt like um, I think that my career would align really well in becoming a chiropractor. And yes, I did go back to school to yeah. finish some prerequisites um, for science. <laughs> um, the, the science are heavy. I, I did not know. I would have never okay. thought um, to become a chiropractor. You have to have a big background in chemistry and, of course, anatomy. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at now. And um, I went back also for business. I took some business just because um, I think it goes hand in hand. And when I come back with a store, I really want to come back strong um, and understanding, you know, just logistics and um, how to be better with being a business owner. And then, you know, hopefully then a chiropractor. So, yeah, I, I really look forward to bringing two, the two together. And I think it's something that, uh, the community needs and we're in a new age of yeah. spiritual awareness, you know, and healing and wellness. Mm -hmm. And a lot of um, people are, are tuning into bettering themselves. And it's it's all about the mind, body and spirit. You know, you can't do one without the other. It's all together. Yep, that is so true. So um, you mentioned uh, <laughs> you have a strong connection uh, to your Clara senses. Um, can you explain... Correct you know, how that works, um, you know, for those who, you know, don't know the difference between whether it's psychic abilities, um, clairvoyance, you know, those two differences. Sure. Of course. Um, that's a great question, too. I, I believe that clairsenses um, is something that struck or strikes all, all of us that are, and, and, you know, I like to say this um, to everyone. We are all intuitive. We are all um, a bit of psychic and uh, clear senses are the first things to hit us. It's just a matter of we're paying attention to them. So going back to when I was six, I, I always smelled like really strong, like random things. And even as an adult, um, it still happens. And 
um, I'll give you an instant. Recently at a pop-up event, I was performing um, Reiki resets and it was a 15 minute reset for this young gal. And um, I just, I smelt this like lavender as I was doing, you know, going through her head and her neck, just kind of doing assessing of the chakras. It's got this real breeze of, this big strong breeze of lavender. And uh, she said that her mother used to wear that cologne. And something about mother's passing always comes really strong to me. Um, she mentioned that she had passed six years back, but that that lavender was one of her mom's favorite scents that she used like at home and in the bath. Um, so that's an example of how a clair sense, like a smell, um, will come through. Um, but primarily, it's the clairsentient part that is always with me, um, and that's the feeling, the ability to feel, um, and have an in it knowing, without actually sometimes truly knowing if that makes sense. But it's it's a feeling down deep to my core where I'm like, okay. Um, I need to either talk or, or express or whatever it is that I'm feeling. Um, and typically it has to do with a sharing of a message that may come through a download, so to speak. Yeah. That's, that's highly interesting because it's so funny in doing this show, I can sit back and just listen to a person speak about their abilities or how their abilities manifest and not say anything and just, you know, continue on with the questions and everything. But I always have to interject because it's just it's so it's so odd. I I get and used to have that happen to me a lot, which I it still does. Um, and um, yeah, so it's so it's extremely it's extremely interesting because I'll be like, what is this smell or where is it coming from and what is it related to and why am I smelling it? So it, it, that's that's odd. But again, I, I try to suppress all that stuff. Uh, me personally, I don't, I don't know why, but I just do. But, um, but yeah, so, um, you know, and again, can I, thank you for sharing that, Bobby, it's Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I've just always been curious about this. So when you say that you get like a feeling, how does that translate into a message? Like, how do you know, like, let's say you're with someone and you're getting a strong, you know, feeling or a message. How, how exactly does that interpret in your body or like how, just how does it work? I mean, can you explain or just, or try? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I'm actually sitting and, and listening to you and I'm putting perspective now. Um, I, I typically have like my hands on my knees. Um, not that I, I feel like I do this every time, but it's like a, a sense of warmth that comes in from my hands, my fingertips. Um, and right now I'm just kind of, I'm touching my hands cause they are hot and it's just a sense of, of, a, of a urgency of a message that I, I need to get out. And it's sometimes I'm like, I might ramble. It's going to come out as it does. It may make sense. It may not. And it's just, it's, <laughs> that's as best as I can describe it. Um, you know, yeah. it's, it's this sense of, of in it feeling and then sometimes will come the the ability to see you know um if i feel i'm in a safe space at the time there's a little bit of variables that go into it hmm. um and i'm i'm able to connect more if that makes sense i will feel i will i will go deeper into what is trying to be transmuted um, but that's, that's, that's how it feels. If I, if I try to explain it as best as I could, it's, it's a, it's a hot energy. <laughs> okay. 
And um, do you consider yourself a psychic or just or a clairvoyant? And is there a difference? And do you receive like visual messages ever or or sound? I will. I have. Um, you know, I'll give you another example. I think they are different. I think that for me personally, I've never felt um, quite paired with a label. So I've always considered myself, mm-hmm. um, as you said, clairseeant and intuitive and spiritual. But recently, three months ago, working with a client, the same one that I saw at that reset, we met in person here at my house. And um, there was just, like you, you just asked visions. You know, I had her on my table. I had her in a full Reiki um, chakra cleanse, which is um, basically a head-to-toe balance with each chakra from your top of your head all the way down to your feet. And I asked her, I said, you know, last time I smelled lavender um and this time i don't smell you know it's like a very peculiar smell and i hear like you mentioned noise and i'm like i'm hearing i'm seeing i'm hearing shattering of glass and i'm hearing a lot of you know ruckus and chaos um and she began to tell me you know what had happened you know and 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 what took place and there was a lot of purging. That that session was really deep. Um, thank you to my client um, that day. Just so much came through. And if it wasn't for those clear abilities, I don't think I would have been able to connect as deep that I did and bring out the messages and clarity that she needed. Didn't She didn't even know she needed, but that came through because of my ability to see, feel, hear, and smell. Hmm. Right. That is interesting. So... Also, you things appear to you in a dream state, correct? Correct. Now, now, how does that manifest in the sense of, you know, visually seeing things, or is it more, you know, outer body experiences? Like, do you, do you actually leave your body when you're, you know, having these particular dream states? I wish I did. Lucid dreaming's always been something I wanted to tap into. Mm. I don't. I think that I am so. <laughs> I think that I'm so um, hyper productive and yeah. always like on edge that I don't allow myself to reach that state. But as far as when dreams come through, and it's not often um, because I I'm not a deep sleeper, um, and I only get on average, guys, probably four to five hours of sleep a day, so when dreams do come through they are very deep and profound and it'll be significant to a person place or thing such as um i take very key note in my dreams such as water time the air the sky who was in the dream mm-hmm. um because surely enough within a certain amount of days that a person will typically appear in my real life state or whatever it is that I made about, it's going to be significant. There's something significant to the vision or what might be coming through. Um, recently, it was a, a co-worker. So I had, haven't talked to her in two years. Actually, and it happened today. I haven't talked to her in two years. Dream about her. Talked about her. 
and literally brought her into my reality um just like that so it's those kind of things yes where she called me and i said erica you wouldn't believe i dream about you and i also just talked to you to david and he she's like well i really needed to talk to you so it's those kind of things those situations those synchronicities um that are, are just um have always been a part of me where i've always found like especially i'm like this is so weird you know as a kid as an adolescent it's like why did that just happen or yeah. you know deja vu for yeah. instance deja, deja vu was always it's a big thing up. of mine oh yeah yes i'm like the deja vu king um, happens a lot oh <laughs> goodness it can be it can be you know a lot when you're having those experiences um as well as angel numbers i've always seen repetitive numbers sequences um, since I can remember, since being a little girl too. So yeah. I find all those things very significant to my, you know, being 30 now. And I'm like, I'm still experiencing all these things for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Strange Darkness Radio. We value your thoughts and opinions and we want you to be a part of our show. You can call our Strange Darkness Radio hotline at 916 916- 741-3032 or email us at strangedarknessradio at gmail.com to share your stories or ideas. For more updates and exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at Strange Darkness Radio, Twitter at SD Radio, and Facebook at Strange Darkness Radio to join our ever-growing Strange Darkness Radio family. Stay connected with us, and together let's keep the mystery alive. All right. So I have a question about um, dealing with, you know, clients. How do you deal with people who come, you know, and want to uh, be read and but they're highly skeptical? Are those clients easier to deal with or worse to deal with? Great question, Bobby. Um, Those clients can be challenging to deal with Um, right off the bat. I will let them know I am not here to convince them of anything, nor am I going to tell them um, if she or he wants to come back or why they left. Um, There's very specific um, key things that I go over with clients before I get into readings. And if I know that they're skeptical, I kind of just let them know right off the bat, like we may not be a good fit um, or you may not like how blunt I am or how transparent I may be. Um, So I kind of just ask them if they feel comfortable proceeding, but there's some that's like, no, I can take it or I can handle it. Well, you said you could handle it, but you couldn't handle the heat. (laughs) Um, And that's kind of, I've had to tell clients like, okay, we're, we can stop midway if, if it's too much, um, but it, it's. I think it's just. <laughs> it's. I think it's just a matter of being like transparent. Like I said in the beginning, you know, if it's something you want or you're really seeking for clarity um, or guidance, then it's gonna it's gonna be just that. Um, but if you're skeptical, then I'm probably not the one you want to work with. Yeah. And so in doing this and work, like you okay. can't control the message that comes through. It's not. It's not you coming right. from you. So you're just. Correct. You're Correct. just the middleman. I'm just the me- you can't shoot the yes, can't shoot the messenger. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> so, Sorry, so in Bobby. your oh no worries. Uh, so in your work, have you come across you know a situation that made you feel just you know frightened, like you know you know overwhelmed, you know by the energies that you know were present, you know from you know a client. <laughs> 
Yes, 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 yes. I had to think about that for a second. Um, there wasn't one like, and this was all recently, and I'm I say recently within the last two years because mm. um, that's how long it's been since I've really been in practice. But okay. she was here in my house, um, and it was just eerie. Like I was, I remember just like being anxious for it to be over. It was almost a three-hour session. Ooh, that's a long time. Um, way too long. Oh. It was deep. It was long. Um, it shouldn't have been that long. So I do um give you know in-depth consult i'm i'm not too big in rushing time or being strict on time but it was one of those things like okay i've said enough i feel too much she needed to get home and literally leave her house that's how urgent it was Um, she needed to pack up her things and leave because this this spirit didn't wasn't going to leave her alone it wasn't going to leave her alone and it started off with a reading, um, and typically with clients, that's what I'll do is is we'll just, you know, we'll pull out some cards, we'll, we'll do some icebreakers, you know, get comfortable. And with her, it was like right off the bat, I said, you literally have me in chills sitting here. And she says, I can't sleep. I can't eat. I haven't been the same since I moved into this home. Um, and I'm like, is it a piece of furniture? I couldn't, she was so anxious that I started to become anxious and I'm like, I'm getting clouded. I I need to, okay. I told her, let's breathe together. Let's do some grounding. Um, I need to see the message trying to come through. Mm -hmm. And I said, is it a piece of furniture? Is it something old that, you know, might be lingering with energy, a mirror? And she said, no, um, a woman died in this home. And she was a victim of domestic violence. And every person in that home struggled with that. And guess what she was going through at that time? So it was deep. I knew that during Mm -hmm. that consult, I was waiting anxiously for her to get to her house, pack her shit, and leave. And within that week, she told me. She said, hey, I just want to let you know I moved. I sold the house. And I did the cleanse that you told me to do, which I sent her home with a protection kit. Yeah. Which consisted of crystals, a candle, a prayer, some sage. Um, And I told her just, um, you know, the energy wasn't negative. It wasn't, it was more so that the spirit needed a place. It needed to leave. It Mm -hmm. needed um, to escape. And it was festering with her because she was just closest to it in the same room and she was very empathetic as well which allowed her to feel it so much more so yes there has been a time that specific time where i was like i i deep cleaned my house after she left i rearranged furniture and i couldn't sleep for a few days like it was heavy energy um but she's been oh doing well God. since then um oh, she moved into a nice home yeah and it was it was it was just a good outcome for something that was so eerie and so deep <laughs> man that's why so you did see her again after that and she was and the energy was better when you saw her it was better okay. yeah <laughs> she came back for a second cleanse um she was just day and night different you know she just felt more in herself um, she felt more aligned oh. with who she was, what she was doing. Like it was clouding so much. And I think um, there's stigma behind feeling energies in homes. You know, people just be like, oh, it's nothing. Or it's just, you know, it, especially in in um, 
you know, homes that are that are older. And it's yeah. like, no, we have to listen to those those signs and, and those feelings because most of the time you're you're feeling you know, your gut feelings aren't lying. Mm-hmm. And that's what she was going based yeah. off of. She knew she had to leave. You know, she felt the the energy and the spirit there. She wasn't sleeping, eating. Um, she physically was being woken up by the spirit in her dreams. So Oh yeah, that was that was deep. Um, seeing her after was a, a sigh of relief, um, but unfortunately, I haven't seen her since. So that's something I look forward to working as well. Um, is being able to connect deep with my clients. Yeah, but up to the point where they're like, "Okay, Jess, um, we've done and recovered so much that I'll see you in two years." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's good. But you because also. Of how- of how deep it gets. Yes. Yeah. Just to know that you're helping people and you see it in their life and that you see the change, you know, um, is, is really uh, has to be a great feeling, you know, for you um, to know that you've mm-hmm. helped that person and to see it come to fruition, you know, has to be incredible. It is. Thank you. It truly is. Especially um, when I feel a sense of just relief of, of knowing they can, um, you know, first of all, just feel like they can confide in someone to talk about these things and yeah. not feel like they're crazy or labeled um, and work through them and know that there is a way to uh, heal and grow through experiences that might be, you know, just unsettling or um, scary or eerie, confusing. So it, it has been an absolute pleasure being able to help others through times like um, some of my clients and seeing them, you know, fruit into them, their full selves. It has been awesome. It has been truly rewarding. Yeah. See, that's amazing. You're kind of like a, kind of like a therapist sometimes I bet. It feels like. Oh yeah. I'd I'd imagine for sure. And going into the medical field to, you know, to help, whether it's, you know, continued nursing, whether it's uh, through chiropractic, um, you know, uh, using those abilities and services, um, you know, it's still in a helping manner, you know, with everything that that you've done and doing in the path that you're going down. But uh, my question to you is, it never, you know, scares you to have these people in your home to not know what they could bring into your house? Yes. And that is why um, since these clients that I've talked to you about, it's been about two years. I haven't, I've been really selective with who I've been seeing. So usually I'll work with really close friends of friends and uh, family, like cousins or second cousins. Mm -hmm. Because of that fact, after that client, I knew that I couldn't see um, the extent or the depth of concerns just like that because of what I felt after. I felt like that energy lingered for months. And it was like, no, we can't, you know, even David, my husband was like, yeah, you know, you can't see clients like with those kinds of stories <laughs> and situations. It's, like, uh, it, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. And I'm like, okay, you know, and um, so I knew that's where I kind of had to put, you know, just a fine line of, of a boundary of what I was going to, and who I was going to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, But I look forward to doing that when I have my own space again in office, because people do deserve a safe space um, to, like I said, confide in someone to talk about those things. And Carolyn, you you mentioned therapists. I truly do feel like that. I will be at the grocery store or anywhere I go and people will tell me their life story and tell me everything. And they will say, you know, um, 
are you listening? Or, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, to- I'm here. And it's, it's just, and I'm okay with that. That's I'm okay with that. But, um, as of now, I, oh, I just that sounds exhausting. <laughs> but that's why I stay that's in good. The house. I mean, you must have something. Yes. Huh? No, I said, that's why I stay in the house. I get that also. Yeah. Right. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> but there must be something about people, you that draws people. people in and makes them feel safe to be able to confide okay, in you, the, you know? So that's yes. that shows your, your gift. You, you, thank you. You mentioned, you guys mentioned it too, that it happens to you. And I, and I think that's great that you mentioned it because we're people's people. Usually yeah. when you are in a line of, of communicative work or you work with people and you're just, um, we're extroverts or I like to say I'm a little bit of both. So like an ambivert, but we, I think we attract that naturally and, um, more so, like you said, Carolyn, with the gear, people just feel drawn to just tell me and then they ask me and they're like, wait, how did you know that? Or tell me more or, you know, and then I make end up making a really good, you know, connection or a friend through it. So it, it, right. it's, it's um, it can be exhausting, but ultimately rewarding. Um, and I've met a really great deal of amazing people yeah. <laughs> at so, the grocery store at wherever that might have happened. So does your husband have this ability? By any chance? He does not. Okay. But has he became more spiritual since being with me? Mm. Oh, yes. He does not doubt it one bit now. But also, he can't get anything past you, so that's probably an issue. (laughs) (laughs) No lies in this house. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, And it used to be your rocks, you know, your rocks. And now it's like, no, your crystals. And and now he's, um, you know, he's into his own. He has his own little altar and his his things, too. So it is cool. It is. And uh, it's nice to have that common ground. And I'm not, I don't feel like, you know, I'm, again, just odd in my own vibe even though that's okay i'm just like come on you gotta vibe with me it's a, it's a it's a thing <laughs> exactly no that's very true that's, that's very good true. <laughs> so have you seen any of these uh abilities in your children by any chance i was hoping you asked that i was hoping that you did and i and i see that's another intuitive scent i <laughs> i knew you would ask that before you did and i heard it the way that you asked yeah. And yes, it's my middle child who is a cancer. Um, she was born on June 30th of 2021. And she's two. Um, but she is is so so vigilant mm-hmm. and so darn smart for two that she will tell me um about the moon. She will say you know, La Luna is up and is out uh, and she protects us and she will go to my crystal altars and she will put crystals and line them up and oh, she'll wow. hold them. She'll have different ones. She'll put them like in different places. And I know that it's her. So, yes, she is becoming very in tune with the work that I do and the things that I have in the house. And, you know, kids are sponges. I, I feel like they truly absorb um, what they're being shown and what's exactly. around them. Yep. But she just gravitated towards it naturally. Now, I also have a daughter after her 
who everyone swore and the doctor swore she would have been born after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I told everybody she's going to be an 11-11 baby. Do not even quote, I will have this baby on 11-11, <laughs> I guarantee it. I was there at 8 p.m. She was born, you know, three hours after before midnight on 11-11. And I know that she too will be very intuitive just for the way that she is as a baby. Um, there's telltale signs that children will uh, show signs of being intuitive or highly empathetic um, from when they're babies. Yeah. And they just, the way of, of their look, the way that they gaze, the way that they interact. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, two, two of my children so far, I feel like are um, intuitive. Um, and I look forward to working with my girls when they become of age and showing them around the different realms of, you know, from herbs and uh, holistic remedies to make at home for themselves and their families to mm. crystal to tarot to all those fun things just because um, I, I wasn't able to connect with my mother that way and I think that it makes a great deal um, for kids to connect with their abilities from a young age and be accepted um, than to not. Yeah and teach them to, to really girl. listen to their intuition you know and and trust yeah. their gut and trust themselves. I wish that someone had taught me that when I was younger, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it, 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 you know, in, you know, learning that and um, seeing that in in your kids, do, do people, are, are you a part of any groups that, um, you know, practice, you know, uh, whether it's spirituality, holistic practices, um, you know, uh, psychic or, you know, mediumships, or are you just, you, you just do it on your own? So another great topic this year, 2023, you know, we talk about resolutions. Mine was to be more connected with my community. Mm-hmm. So going back to school really has allowed me to do so. So I haven't had the chance to connect with other parents in this realm of work, but since you mentioned it, um, I think it'd be time to just so that I can um, see what other familiar experiences parents have um, or children are having and really connect with that realm of community. But as of now, my children have been more um, involved in seeing me help um, the less fortunate, more marginalized. So it's going to be interesting once I get into that uh, realm of community and networking um, just because right now how would I say it um, my son is six mm-hmm. and I, I'm not shielding him from reality of course I'm protecting him from the things that are scary and real Yeah. but I'm showing him that hey you know poverty exists and marginalized communities exist and they need help and we're their resource so that's that's where I'm at with my network um, but a great point there bringing up the spiritual um, pa- with your know, parents because I wonder if there's any like groups that exist and if there isn't, I'm so down to make one. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like, you know, maybe this is happening to other kids, you know, and other oh, parents. Oh, for sure, definitely. You can come together, you know, and talk about it. I've never thought about it. So yeah. thank you for bringing that up. Oh, no, you're very welcome. There's a big movement of like indigo children and all these parents who actually it's kind of what you were talking about. Like they have children who are intuitive or just show like a greater empathy. And, and so they... They really encourage that, you know. I don't know what exactly an indigo child is, but I know that they're 
it's just becoming this really big thing. Um, just people with yeah, children right, who either have past life memories or they're sensitive or intuitive or whatever the case may be. And so, yeah, I'm sure there, there are groups out there that you could reach out to or get them involved in. Yep. Even just like look. learn you more know, about Facebook, it. Facebook, I hear, is really good for those. That, yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> no, for sure. So <laughs> being that you have these abilities, have you ever had a haunting or something that actually scared you from a paranormal standpoint? Or is it just you're able to, you know, dealing with it for so long, you're able to have a, you know, you know, a different type of feeling. Let's say you, you, you know, instead of running, you'd, you'd um, have a conversation with the ghost. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Facing it head on. I, there was one instance and this was while I was working with my mentor and it was during a time where she explained it as, and it's around usually fall, this, this October, November period where the veil you'll probably hear it is very thin, mm-hmm. meaning a lot of different, um, things can come through and that people as well and spirits. And so for like a year, I I felt like something was literally following me. Like there was something behind me, Mm -hmm. um, a man, um, a spirit. And um, I remember reaching out to Alex, my spiritual mentor. And um, she said, you know, (laughs) she was so, real with me she kept it 100 like she's like look you need to cut the shit you need to come in and do some work you've been messing with some people that got heavy on your spirit and you came you took some shit with you and i'm like okay well what does that mean you know what does that (laughs) mean okay well pencil you know pencil me in in your next available appointment and she's like okay for now i need you to like sit in your car and confront the shit out of him and let him know to leave you alone. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, um, all right. So she's like, but you got to do it the next time you feel the heavy presence. And it was, I kid you not, it was this presence for like a whole year. And I'll never think I told David this because mm-hmm. there's so much that comes up spiritually that I'm like, like Carolyn said earlier, like what day is it? Like time sometimes is irrelevant to me. Yeah. Um, but I know <laughs> that it was for a while and a year year that the spirit, this present was heavy on me. And so that, that next time that I felt it and I was in the car, like a Walmart parking lot or something, I'm like, okay, cut the shit. Like I heard Alex's voices in my head and I'm like, okay, I turned around and I'm like, look, leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. I'm getting really fucking creeped <laughs> out. I don't know what you want. I don't know what it is. You need to leave me alone and stop clinging when I'm leaving. Like I'm going places, I'm getting in the car. Um, and I kid you not, it was like a really big shift in energy. It got cold in the car. And then I felt like this really nice release. And I'm like, oh, okay, damn, like leave me, I feel better now. Like, oh, yeah. right, leave me alone. And so I see okay, so he listened. <laughs> He listened. Yeah, he got the message. Um, I seen Alex that week and basically he told me I had such space with um, a client that just had some heavy energy and had an entity stuck to him and it just leached on me and uh, had to be sent back. You know, That's had to crazy. be you known like, hey, you, you need to you need to go. Like, yeah. And I'm like, what and then still I was still new to all this still, but I was like, what the shit? Like yeah. What? Okay. All right. I don't question. I don't question Alex. I, you know, and she's a well, well-known psychic here in Riverside, a medium, a psychic mm-hmm. medium. And so she was really um, familiar with 
cousins and spirits and transitions and death. So she was like, don't worry. We we got you here in her in her office. She has her office here in Arlington, off Arlington and Riverside. Okay. And um, she said, um, don't worry. I got you here in office. We'll do a cleansing and we'll send you on your way. And don't worry. You won't ever be bothered by that man again. And I wasn't ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, because that's, that's yeah. interesting. You don't think that um, someone else's attachment can cling to you. You know, it's, you know, because again, it's something that we don't see, but, you know, people like yourself can feel like there's something different or something off, you know, until it presents itself. Correct. And I th- I didn't mention this, but there was a key component to what she thought might have been the reason why he leached on so heavily. I was pregnant at the time. Mm. And typically when uh, women are pregnant, uh-huh. we're more we're more in our sight, more intuitive, more able to be susceptible to these types of things. So she said because of that, um, he latched harder and we even had to do like a cleansing and womb for baby. So that was quite interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's scary. Wow. It was deep. It was, I, I was shivered <laughs> to my bones. I, I mainly was relieved after, you know, was like done, but I was the whole process. I was just like, this is re- like, this is, um, this is for real. Like, yeah. this is, this is legit, you know, and <laughs> what, how can I feel, like get rid of the fear? I wanted the eerie feeling to go away. Yeah. Um, and it did, like I said, so it, it ugh, what an experience. Oh, wow. Okay. We're going to take another break. <laughs> And uh, whew, that was that was that's incredible. Um, and we'll be we'll be right back. Attention, podcasters! Are you ready to unlock the full potential of your audio recordings? Look no further than GIK Acoustics, now proudly affiliated with Strange Darkness Radio, introducing the ultimate solution for impeccable sound quality on your podcast or studio. Brought to you by GIK Acoustics in partnership with Strange Darkness Radio. Say goodbye to unwanted background noise and hello to a professional audio experience. With GIK Acoustics, you can ensure that every word you speak resonates with clarity and power. Their expertly designed sound panels, bass traps, and diffusers are meticulously crafted to create an acoustic environment that captivates your audience like never before. Visit our affiliate link on our Facebook fan page or find it in our show notes to access this exclusive collaboration. By harnessing the power of GIK Acoustics in partnership with Strange Darkness Radio, you can unlock a world of acoustic excellence for your podcast. GIK Acoustics in partnership with Strange Darkness Radio. Embrace the darkness and let your voice shine. Now let's get back to Strange Darkness Radio. And we're back with Jessica. So Jessica, is if you had, you know, your abilities start to manifest, what would you uh, tell a person is the best route to go to try to, you know, find out more information or at least how to, um, you know, help with those abilities or at least help with, um, you know, whether it's them being bombarded with spirits or them not trusting, you know, what they're seeing, but they're actually, you know, looking, you know, and seeking help. And, you know, obviously the parent or someone, you know, there is not, you know, helping or even understanding or believing that uh, kid or person. 
what would you suggest they do? Wonderful question, Bobby. And, and I believe that that's where a lot of people get stuck is, is where to go, where to turn, where to seek guidance. And when I was at that point of, of my life, um, I automatically turned to do research on specific psychics and mediums that dealt with those specific things and I looked for creditability I didn't want the fanciest Instagram following I didn't want the fanciest post I wanted someone that was real and genuine and knew what they were talking about and uh, knew what they were doing and that could really help guide me on not only discovering or furthering and becoming one with my abilities but knowing how to shut out all the unnecessary noise and dealing with all of the other things that come with being intuitive um, or spiritual. And so I would recommend uh, for people or for a parent or anyone that's looking for guidance um, to really do in-depth research with the type of person that you want to work with and aligning them with the work that you want to be done for yourself. So is it more um, grounding work, um, spiritual work. Is it more needing messages? Are you, are like you said, are you? You mentioned spirits. Are you dealing with spirits? Are you dealing with, you know, um, dreams or voice? Just really getting in depth and a clear outline of what you're dealing with, how you think you'd like to deal with it, and who you want to, who you would like to help you deal with it. So um, that's what happened. That's what I did when I was in that state, and then that's when I came across. Um, Alex and I came across a practice that was established for many years. So I felt like, okay, there's credibility in how long yeah. it's been established. There's credibility in their clientele and the work and the messages. And then when I got there, I was like, oh, this is home. This is where it is. <laughs> and that cool. was where I was able to, you know, find my safe space yeah. and go there and let everything out and um, really, really get in tune with who I was and who I am today and how I can, how I could be one with my, those abilities and not run away or suppress them. Got it. Carolyn, you have questions? Yeah. So I just have a few more questions, but um, one of them was, I wanted to go back to you saying that you can receive messages from past uh, loved ones and, you know, relatives who have passed away. Is that one of your more common kind of, gifts or does that is that something that just sort of sporadically will happen and you'll feel something or you'll have a message for someone it's really sporadic it's really honestly if i i feel really connected to you and it's something that comes off strong the times that i message uh, meant to um mentioned to you guys were really strong like my coworker, my client when i did the reset <laughs> Um, but typically, it's not something that I do all the time or can feel. It's very specific, uh, and I haven't done it for quite some time. And I and I and I and I like that because it gets deep when I do. <laughs> I'm in that energy. I'm yeah, in that I bet. energy for a while, and so like lately, I've been just a little bit more um, lightweight and free in the sense that I haven't had to um, deal with that. But I know when the time comes. It's going to hit me like a ton of bricks, but I'll, I'll be ready for it. Um, just like I mentioned, it's just a sporadic thing. Yeah, I was just wondering because I know different different people have different gifts, right? Even different mediums mm -hmm, and different mm -hmm. psychics have different specific gifts. And so 
you never know. But for you, it's not like every person you see, you'll see them surrounded by their dead relatives. It's more like a, a sporadic Correct. thing, like you said. And Alex, okay. and Alex, my medium, she was like that. She said she could enter a room and she would be surrounded by dead spirits. And I'm like, thank gosh, yeah. that's not my ability because I wouldn't know how to shut that off. So right? she mentioned to me in her work, um, it'd be great to get her on a show, by the way. Mm. <laughs> if she mentioned that her work um, was really deep in, in shutting that out with, with her abilities. And for me, it's more of um, the in it in it feelings and not visuals. Like imagine seeing like dead body, like no, and spirit, oh, I, I'd freak out. How could I live a normal life? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so you out of my bones. <laughs> your gifts are more about the living. Like you can perceive things about That's people right. who are who are here right now and <laughs> their energy. That's right. Correct. Okay, your energy, um, maybe past and uh, different experiences and traumas. Honestly, a lot of traumas will come up for my clients and I have to kind of uh, disclosure, disclose that in the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. there might be some things that I may uh, mention that will be deep and heavy. And so, yeah, so it, you're right. It's going to the feeling of now, feeling of of whatever it is that you may be keeping you stuck or stagnant. That's my job and my gift to unravel that, give you the messages that are needed uh, help ground you, bring you back to the present, help you feel centered, and really just get you on to living your most authentic life, if awesome. that makes sense. No, it, okay. it, it definitely does. Go ahead, Carolyn. Well, and that sort of um, segues into the, you actually mentioned, Jessica, that you wanted to get into this on the show, that you wanted to discuss things that might happen in a session or like maybe walk through the audience, how a session would go with you. Yeah. With Carolyn. <laughs> or specifically me, if you want to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. And I even, um, so I have, I have some cards here pulled out for a reading. Would you guys find it okay to jump into a reading? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All righty. Um, I had mentioned to you in the beginning, Carolyn, that there's a lot going on astrologically. Right now we're in between um, what are called annual annual rover solar eclipses. Um, and there's one that is going to be predominantly um, able to seen on the Western hemispheres on the 14th of this month. So that's next week, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. And it is going to be known yeah. as the Ring of Fire. All right. Uh, so... Just like that part right there, you know, when I read about, I'm like, this is going to be an intense period of a lot of release, a lot of purging, um, looking back at our journeys from then until now, looking at the pivots and shifts that we've had to do collectively, endings, beginnings, um, you know, eclipses are known for the heart of change. So I don't know about you guys, but this summer into fall has been absolutely epic with change. There's been so much rattle, and it's good change. Some challenging, some hard, but some very necessary and empowering. Um, so collectively, with this eclipse happening on the 14th, uh, for most of us, we're really going to have to listen to our voice of guidance, which is intuition, um, voice of reason. Um, because a change uh, is is real, it's is of the essence with this eclipse. So you're either letting go, 
or you're going to stay stagnant. Uh, so it's it's really a matter of releasing what no longer is serving you so that you can go into this next chapter. We need the last few months of this year into 2024 uh, with a new outlook and perspective on the future. Wow. So um, with that being I, said, I found that very yeah. relevant. <laughs> <laughs> It's deep. It's Definitely. deep. And I, I don't know if I asked you guys this. Are are both of you parents? Yes. I no, she's not. Okay. I am. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Carolyn, she's thinking do, about do you it. have animals though? Do you have animal you know, and yes, I feel that I, I feel it. Oh, I feel it. Okay. I have a dog. Right she's right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she is, and she's your baby. But you know, you mentioned she is my baby. It, and I think it's, it's it's really significant for you because Oh, let me just pull out some cards here because we're talking about Carolyn. And um, I, I thought of that at the, <laughs> at the beginning of my, my little notes here was a lot of maternal coming through. And I asked if about us being parents because it's really relative to the shift, the eclipse season. It's, it's really relative in the parent realm. And even though you might not be one yet, you are because you've already you're having that maternal <laughs> feeling and instinct, and you're like that with the dog and animals. Animals are really intuitive and they still are like children and humans they require love care and affection right so for us yes. as parents it's really transformative because we're seeing some signs that are coming up in our kids lives and through them that are going to help us propel us for the change that needs to to go in within ourselves if that makes sense okay so yeah. um, i'm using a very um a very interesting deck here and i say interesting uh, because it has a little history of where it came from. I got it in a yard sale and um, she was selling a bunch of old like crystals and tarot from a previous woman that had passed away in the home. So I thought that was really cool. And I'm using it for the first, well, not the first time, but I guess like with others. Um, and it's messages from our angels and it's from a psychic known as Doreen Virtue. She used to practice in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, she was known as a more spiritual religious psychic. Some people love her, some people hate her. But this is the deck that I'm using. And <laughs> let's see what comes through because I, I personally like her. I feel like she's very um, legit and real. Um, so here's our first what card. What was her name? It is I'm sorry. Doreen Virtue. Doreen Virtue. Okay, thank you. And she has a she has a PhD um, in psychology and sociology, I believe. So she has a well background of of people. She's a people people. Uh, the card here okay. is Mystique, and it says, "Keep charging ahead and don't take no for an answer. Expect miracle solutions to happen, miraculous solutions to happen." Um, so collectively, I think we just need to keep our mind open. Um, not really closing and once we get into the scarcity or lack or we're shutting out that's where we kind of keep out the abundance and and uh prevent ourselves from really receiving what's trying to come through so collectively everyone just keep charging ahead um don't take no for an answer expect miraculous solutions to appear all right the next card we have here um, and then coming through with the parenting children, you have a gift for working with young people. You have a divine purpose, which involves helping, teaching, or parenting children. 
and you know collectively for those that are you know tuning into this and don't have children this could be relative to parenting yourself maybe going back to inner healing child healing inner adolescent healing uh, i think that all of us as humans have the ability to work with others but those that have um, the divine purpose of teaching and working with young people or parenting children, we're, we're just kind of built differently. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, this is another card here in my angel deck, and it'll be the last one that I pull um, from here. But the last message coming through is um, to make your decision collective ask yourself which way brings you closer to your divine purpose and which way takes you away from it and that's a really good card to leave on this reading again i'll repeat that to yeah. make yourself uh, to make a decision ask yourself which way brings me closer to my divine purpose and which way takes me away from it that's, that's so that's okay. pretty deep yeah definitely <laughs> that's pretty deep. i definitely Definitely needed I mean, to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and if the name is any significant, the angel on that card is Vanessa. Hmm. And so Vanessa is okay. asking us to uh, make that decision, really going introspectively, going in deep, collective, like, who do you want to show up as in 2024? Exactly. Are you aligning with your purpose? Are you aligning with what you're doing, with what you're saying and who you are? And so really asking us to show up in a different way. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So that is that, that deck is awesome. It, it has a lot of um, angel and mantra significance, which I love for clients that are seeking guidance in words of affirmation, because uh, everyone has, you know, different love language. And a lot of the clients that I work with just seek, you know, words of affirmation, guidance, feeling good. Uh, so that card is really lovely to use for extra reassurance. Um, now, to close the reading, uh, we have Jane Wallace, and this is my Crystal Tarot deck. This deck is as ancient as my soul. I've had it for like 15 years. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and the first card, yes, the first card is coming out is a nine of wands, which is I am strong for as long as I need to be strong. Nine is like a mirror. If you flip nine, it can be six. So if you flip it the other way, it's nine, right? Um, when I see that number, I think of change. And I think of really seeing things from both sides. So collective, are you seeing things from your perspective only? Or are you seeing things from the other's perspective? So having a new perspective lens. Um, the Hierophant, going into the last, what do we got? Um, not even full three months of 2023, right? Yeah, Just about? yeah um, exactly. Not more <laughs> Your spirit is asking us to be open. Are we ready to learn? Are we ready to love? Are we ready? Are we ready to let those things in? And so, really, just being open to receive um, and learn, as well as a ten of swords coming out here. Um, there's some endings that need to take place for a lot of us, and this is good with the eclipse season. It pairs just right. Endings for beginnings. Uh, meaning you might see a lot of relationships fall out. A lot of celebrities might be getting divorced if they haven't already. Um, you will see that right now because a lot of people are realizing they're waking up before this, this new transition and saying, hey, I, I, I know what I'm worth. I know I think I want to do something different or I want to shift. I want to pivot. And that's totally fine. We're not trees. We're not meant to be planted. 
Um, that, and so you'll see that, you'll see that in the collective, um, just seeing truth and endings and into the beginnings. And I'm gonna leave it with this card, which is, if I had a client in front of me, they would be freaking out. It is the devil <laughs> card. This isn't significant in uh -oh. anything negative. Um, usually what this means is, is, is into this next transition, it's being free of whatever is holding us back. So really allowing um, all of the walls, all of the barriers, all of the things, self-sabotage, self-limiting beliefs, really allowing them to crumble down. Um, and so you, we can flourish. We can really radiate into uh, what we're supposed to be and who we're supposed to be. Um, so here on the card, guys, I'm just looking at it. Uh, it has two significant things that I'd like to point out. And it is white butterflies and the crystal black obsidian. White mm -hmm. butterflies are, are really pure. They're really radiant. Um, so into this new season, um, you'll also be seeing a lot of pregnancy announcements. You'll be seeing a lot <laughs> of families expanding. Or um, you'll see a lot of uh, new teachers, people in higher up positions. Um, a lot is changing in our government too. That's a whole nother topic. But you're going to see a lot of change yeah. everywhere in every aspect of the world and people. So in order to see all this change, we have to be free. We have to be free of whatever is holding us back um, in order to move into this next chapter and this next part of our lives. So I'm really excited for us as a collective. If you've been doing the work for the last couple of months, uh, you will be reaping your rewards. I promise that. Um, and through this eclipse, you won't have to go through so much interchange. And I guess those are for us that have been really putting in the self-work, grounding, protecting our energy, releasing, um, you know, letting go, trying new things. Uh, for those that have just been a little bit stagnant and unsure, we're going to have to go through it a little deeper so that we can really find out what's holding us back so we can move uh, forward. That was such a good reading. I feel like that any everything you said could apply to anyone. I mean, I love what you said about, you know, endings need to occur in order for new beginnings to be begin. And like, I really needed to hear yeah. that. And I also loved what you said about we're we're not trees. We're not meant to stay in one place. Like, I love that. I just love it. Yeah, that's, I needed to hear all of that. Exactly. That was that was <laughs> really you. good. That was really good, Jessica. Ah, amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you, you so welcome. much. My absolute pleasure. <laughs> of course. My absolute pleasure. <laughs> so, um, Jessica, what exciting or projects, hopefully they're exciting, do you have coming up, if any at all, <laughs> or events? Um, you know, and again, I, I know you're not actively, you know, at, at a particular location and you're not kind of taking you know on uh new clients and all that but what are your um aspirations and dreams like within the next you know couple of months when it comes to holistic wellness and again you you sound like you've been doing you know pop-ups and uh different things like that so um so what do you have coming up thank you for asking i have 
in, so remember in the beginning, I mentioned community. I have this big project with my school. I am a part of what's called Community Action Leadership Academy. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is um, we are a cohort. This is a very new cohort to Riverside City College, but there are 10 other cohorts in the U.S. And Gavin Newsom recently funded a big funding for this to be able to happen for college students to be able to join these scholarship programs to be a part of their community and give back. So for the next couple of, for next nine months, I will be really focused and giving back to my community here in Riverside, specifically to downtown and east side. Um, And where I will be at is called the Center Riverside uh, rape crisis center. Oh, wow. So there was a lot of institutions that we had the uh, option to work at, to be placed at. But I felt that this one resonated with me so deep from the beginning. And I feel like advocacy isn't really taught and, and shown, especially to children um, and in schools. I um, mean, it's just something that we don't really talk about or hear. So I will be really involved with um, the RRAC is what they're called. And then um, I have a pop-up coming where I will be doing 15-minute Reiki resets. I will be doing um, crystal healing there just because I wanted to give back to as well as to like the clients that I haven't seen and people that, you know, see me on Instagram and are curious to see what I do and how I do it. And so I'll be doing that um, on the 21st of this month here at the Tyler Galleria. So I don't have a lot going on, but what I do have going on, I feel like is really significant. And what I'm trying to achieve, which was my biggest thing this year, is doing more for my community. Um, I consider myself a gem of all trades. I like going back to the tree. I've never really been rooted or planted. I want to do as much as I can. You know, there's the saying that I stick to. There's Here's your tombstone, right? We have a, a, a date of birth. We have a dash in the middle. And then we have our date of, you know, when we die. And I want that dash in the middle to be the biggest legacy, the biggest significance where I can leave behind not only to my kids, but my community and make an impact where it matters. And so when I do pass, you know, that line in the middle won't just be a dash. It'll be filled with so much significance and impact. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. And even though I'm not seeing clients um i'm working and doing something so much more profound bigger than myself that i'm like you know what the clients and the business and all that fun and things that i love to do it'll come Uh, right now i'm meant to do this and i'm like all right my feet are planted in here and uh, we'll see where the next nine months uh, leads me yeah that's incredible um incredible work incredible you know you're a credible person to to take on all that because, you know, I call myself a running empath, meaning I'm always trying to run from people's feelings or large groups, but (laughs) um, to be around people um, that's been in those particular, you know, scenarios and incidents um, that has to weigh a lot on you, you know, um, and for you to still be in that environment has to be amazing. Thank you. It, it is it is rewarding. At the end of the day, um, you know, I go to sleep with a full heart and full intention of of helping, you know, people and, and touching someone's life. You know, I always tell David, I'm like, he kind of gets a little flustered sometimes that I'm always everywhere, like talking to people, making friends. He's like, 
Jess, do you have to like always talk to people? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, and it's just, that's just what it is. I, I, I want to be able to touch as many people as I can and connect with as many people as I can and, and remind, um, remind us all of our greatness so that we're just, we're not, we're not just letting our lives go by and, and we're really taking advantage of everything that it has to offer us and, and what we have to give. We have so much to give and, and I'm ready to give it. And I am, I, here I am. I'm doing just that. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Any uh, last questions there, Carolyn? Um, no, just thank you so much for coming on. And I think it's, it's, it, like Bobby said, it's incredible that you're so concerned and, and you do so much for the community or you want to do so much for your community. And I think any energy that you put in to the, to your community is going to definitely, you know, it's going to benefit the whole, everyone. I think everyone will benefit from your energy and you're definitely an extroverted empath. I think Bobby and I are the introverted empaths who like to hide from people. <laughs> but I think exactly. it's, we need people like you. And I think it's wonderful that you go out there and you really get involved with people and you're curious and you want to help. So just really appreciate you for existing. <laughs> Thank you. And for coming on the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. And um, I, I would love to c continue connecting um, with like-minded individuals. And, and I hope that through this show and, and talking with you guys that I am able to do so. And hopefully it brings out more individuals to speak about these things that are just, you know, it's a stigma not to, or it's, it's, it's creepy or too weird or whatever the reason is and, and get them to come and speak right. of their, their own personal experiences. So exactly. thank you guys so much for having me. <laughs> no, you're very welcome. Um, Can you tell people your socials so that way if they want to, yeah get in contact with you um again hopefully they'll try to lure you out of um semi-retirement but yeah just let them know yes most definitely you guys can reach me at zenjess888 on instagram and that's z-e-n dot j-e-s-s 888 and then on elevated goddess as well on Instagram. And there you'll find uh, the events that I will be uh, hosting or having or being a part of. And you'll see uh, different tools and different um, inspiring posts to keep you going, keep you motivated on this journey we call life. And uh, I hope to see and interact with you all soon. Amazing. Amazing. Well, again, Jess, thank you so much for being on Strange Darkness Radio. And uh, Carolyn, any last words? Um, okay. I know you're trying to wrap up, Bobby, but I just want to tell oh, you no, one thing, good. Jessica, before we let you go. When you, you said something about the maternal energy and then you brought up my dog, I just got her as a puppy a few months ago. Um, she's going to be one year old in December and this dog is my baby. I mean, my world revolves around her. So you were spot on with that. I just wanted to let you know. Is she a big dog? She's gonna be, yeah. She's a husky. Yeah. She's a husky. Is she, is yeah. she a, okay. I said she's hairy, man. I've seen a lot of hair. I've seen a oh, lot of hair. Yeah. yeah. Fluffy girl. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that that was spot on. Well, congratulations. Animals are truly light bringers. They are the spirit guides. So I hope that she brings yeah. you so much love that you are deserving of. And she's just gonna grow you oh how exciting <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you so much you were spot on and thank you for being an amazing guest yes and thank um, we you really for, enjoyed having you so. yeah definitely and thank you for doing that reading uh live 
you know, for Carolyn. That's, you know, so awesome. (laughs) All righty. Well, that was tonight's show, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. You get to wrap it up tonight. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Wow, you're really putting your faith in me tonight, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us for this episode of Strange Darkness Radio. We'll see you next time. Ethel, do you know where you are? My body. You have passed over. You died. Oh, no, no. Everything's everything. My body. Look at it. What an excellent day for an exorcism. We learned that for the, at least eight, the past eight years, military pilots frequently encountered unknown objects in controlled airspace off both the east and west coast across the continental United States in test and training areas and ranges. We don't know where they are, they come from, who made them, or how they operate. There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. My God. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Oh, all thing, dude. Cleveland County 911. I don't know if I should have called it here or not, but... What's going on? If I had a camera, I'd take a picture of it. Take a picture of who? I don't know what... I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. I would not hear it because I was afraid to. But he went back up the mountain. Cleveland County 911. Hello. Can I help you? Yes. This is Tim. Uh-huh. Uh, you probably have my address. Yes, sir. What's going on now? Yeah, I shined a light on this thing. Well, we got... Okay, what did it look like? It looked like a giant ape with a man's face. But... I was afraid to kill it, and the made a whistling sound. He was about nine, ten foot tall, with real long arms. I go out there, he gets gone. Now come back in the house, and he gets back there again, and my dog is just raising his head. Was I just in any trouble? If I shot and killed this beast, this animal, or whatever it is, would I get in any trouble? I, I can't answer that question. If he goes too close to me, I will kill him. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.